You are listening to the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. Sorry, eh? Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the guts to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I am one of your hosts. I am Landlord James. And I am the other co-host. I am Tenant Mike. Uh, my name isn't actually Tenant Mike if you saw it on my, on my birth certificate. It just says Michael. But uh, I am, the, I am mm, the tenant. I don't think anyone would have thought that was your actual name. Before. Well, I just wanted to be clear. Um, well, how are you doing, Michael? It's great to be back at the mic. We had a week off. Yeah, I had a little bit of mic withdrawal. Uh, really? How about you? Yes, I, I find, because I think this is our 22nd episode, and mm-hmm. I do feel if I go a few days without um, speaking into the mic, I start getting withdrawal symptoms, and I get sweaty and uh, can't sleep, and it must be similar to what a, a, a drug addict goes through. Interesting. You're, you're that addicted to podcasting, I guess. Yes. Hmm. Oh, that's a bit of a nerdy addiction, I have to admit. But um, uh, well, you know, you're implicated in this as well because you also are the, a co-host of a podcast. So uh, just keep that in mind. <laughs> well, I guess that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. I enjoyed our week off. We did not speak or text or talk in that in those two weeks. Well, break. I did. I texted you. That's true. I times. did not text back. Water was out in the building for a day. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and like I, when I got that text saying the water was out, I thought, I bet this is going to fix itself. Lo and behold, I didn't write back, and it did fix itself. So, Yes, after 24 hours with no water, it just fixed itself. So, uh, <laughs> crisis averted, I suppose. Crisis averted. Um, yeah. So uh, that's good, and and um, and uh, all's well with you, Michael. You're you're still at the CN Tower store. Yeah, reduced hours voluntarily. Yeah. I uh, reduced them to be a team player, and so money's a little tight. But um, you know, I made a budget, and I'm staying in a lot of the time, and uh, cooking all of my meals, and um, just you know, watching old DVDs and rereading books um, to save money. Well, that sounds that sounds great. So, Michael. Before we get into our episode here, yes, um, we've got a great guest coming up. I noticed something at the beginning of this show that was a little different. Oh, okay. Um, there was an ad that we are now part of a podcast network. That's right. Didn't I tell you about this? No. I didn't tell you about this? No. Oh, it must have happened then during the week we had off. Okay. Um, well, sorry to spring this on you, but I know you're going to love this. Um, uh, I signed us up uh, to become the newest show on a very exciting podcast network. They're called the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. And uh, uh, the name uh, explains it all. It's a network that is dedicated to the highest quality of clean Canadian comedy podcasting. And uh, it's a very exciting partnership, and I think it's going to be a beautiful match, a match made in heaven. And uh, so, yes, this is our first show as part of the network, and uh, I can tell that uh, it's going to be good. Okay, that's interesting, because I, I, the idea of mm-hmm. being part of a comedy network is cool. Yes. I'm a, I'm a comedy and This head. one's clean. Uh, yeah, I'm less... I, what does that mean? Like, 
I'm less into this idea that it's clean. Well, it's clean comedy. It's a subgenre of comedy, and um, it's pretty simple. Um, it's just comedy done uh, for all ages. There's no sort of uh, no curse words are used, uh, no sort of graphic um, sexual details or anything so about... So basically nothing funny. We're not allowed to do anything funny. Uh, no, no, it's all funny. It's just not uh, swearing and sex and, you know, depressive thoughts and stuff like that. So everyone can enjoy it from okay. a little baby right up to a 99-year-old um, man. Hmm. Okay, well, I wish you had run this by me because I'm... Well, I did. I, I did text this, you, but and you never. You texted me that back. the water went out. You didn't say that we were joining a. Con- well, I was Christian mad. comedy podcast. It's not Christian or whatever. It's not exclusively Christian. There are a few Christian shows on it, but it's not. That's not the focus All of the right. network. So. All right. Um, well, we. It's did. good for us. It's good for us. Is the takeaway? Okay. Well, you did tell me though that you wanted us to do some comedy off the top. I didn't realize that was why, but. Um, yeah, well, so we, I w- we thought we'd, we'd do a bit of a comedy segment. Yeah, this is unusual for us because we are premier, uh, primarily a real estate-based uh, podcast. But, um, you know, with things being so crazy in the world right now and everyone being on edge of like, oh, is the world going to end? Is there going to be a nuclear war? Um, you know, what? I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly on... Uh, with who? Uptight. Well, between... Right, between America and North Korea. Kind of a big story right now. Gee. If you turn on the news for one second, or... No? No, I completely missed that. I've been uh, deep uh, uh, deep into Minecraft, so damn, that's crazy. Well, Wow, nuclear okay. war. Must Crap, be nice. that sucks. Ignorance, extreme ignorance in this case, uh, is bliss. Anyway... Um, anyway, so, uh, the world's maybe gonna end soon, everyone's upset and nervous, so I thought it would be a nice treat for our listeners if we lighten their load, so to speak, and uh, inject some levity into their lives, uh, by doing a little bit of, uh, comedy. So, I thought we could do this segment right now called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents Satire Corner. And there's the theme song. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, we'll both do a little comedy routine. Um, I prepared some humorous headlines, um, sort of like The Onion. You know The Onion website? It's very funny. Yeah. So these are fake uh, satirical headlines that I came up with, and they're sort of mostly about Canada, Canadian events. Um, Shall I? Please, please. Yeah, I'm excited to hear. All right, satirical headline number one. Local Toronto man pays $5 for a bottle of water. Toronto prices are high. Uh, number two, Prime Minister Trudeau creates new ministry of blow-drying his hair. He's quite famous for having luscious, uh, curly locks of hair. So sorry, these are these are jokes. These are funny headlines. Wrote. Like imagine a newspaper or um, an online uh, news source. Okay. Like imagine then after the headline, there's like a news article about about that. Okay. Uh, satirical headline number three. Women sick of dealing with men's crap. Topical at the moment. Uh, okay, here's another one. This one is about nature. Um, headline number four. Once all the bees are gone, uh, have died, it'll have a bigger effect on agriculture than most people think. 
And that is true, actually. Bees, people think they're just... So, sorry, that is the joke. That's the, the joke is... The most people don't know that bees are like very um, key to the way food is produced and farming in general. And if if bees do go extinct, it will be a big problem for humans. Okay. Uh, I just have one more, then you can do your comedy bit. Uh, a satirical headline number four, one, two, three, four, five. Um, this is funny. <laughs> Man says climate change isn't real because it's a cold summer day, but he fails to realize that this is also part of climate change when it's unseasonably cold during summer. Uh, and that's actually that's just a scientific fact, aside from being um, like satire. How long did you work on those? Seven, like f- seven days, week, full week. Okay. Writing them. And I wrote them in the style of the Onion. Okay. Um. Were these, so you came up with five in a week? No, I came up with like 50, 60 of them, and I whittled them down to just like the best ones. These were the best. These were the best ones, and it was a ruthless process of, um, you know, tearing them apart and putting them Mm -hmm. back together until I only had the five uh, top ones. Anyway, those are my uh, satirical headlines for Satire Corner. Now it's your turn uh, to do... All due respect, Mike, I would not give up your day job. Those were I can't afford to. Uh, I can't afford to give up my day job. <laughs> um, but I do think they are funny. I know we have a different Mike. sense of humor. Yeah, no, that's not, they're not really my style. Um, but I have a, something that I think might be a little more fun and uh, might tickle our listeners a bit more, a little more high energy. I actually wrote a sketch. Oh, that's right. Uh, should we call up Lauren Michaels? <laughs> Wait, from you know Sa- we, perhaps from we should, yeah. Um, so, or whoever runs Air Force, too. Call them up as well. Yeah. Um, so I um, I wrote this sketch, and I'm going to do all the voices. Okay. This, so this is a real I, chance for me to show off some of my talents, and I think it's going to be a little more high energy than Mike's joke uh, thing, and maybe a little more fun, too. So this is exciting. Well, I'm looking forward to this. I, okay. This is uh, This is great. Here we go. Okay, ready? Here is my sketch. Ready? Yeah. Hey, Lois. It's me, Peter, from Family Guy. Don't you think everybody's a little too sensitive these days? Oh, Peter. It's me, Lois, from Family Guy. I do think people are too sensitive. I just don't understand why everyone gets so uptight about everything. And yes, it's me, Stewie the baby, who's smart. And I also think, as the smartest person in the (coughs) world, I think that people are too sensitive. They can't take a joke anymore. They have to get worked up about every little thing. And I agree, too. Me, Brian, the dog. I just don't understand it. I'm really logical, and as far as I can tell, everyone needs to calm down and relax and just let people be people and men be men. And I'm Cartman from South Park. Yeah, I agree. Who killed Kenny? And scene. Um, well, James, I must say I, uh, I'm, uh, flabbergasted. I was not expecting that. It was, well, it was interesting. So, those were all the characters from, uh, Family Guy who introduced themselves and they all agreed they were all in agreement that people are too sensitive these days. Yeah. I was just sort of thinking about how, yeah, I think people are too sensitive these days. I can tell, yeah. You know, offended by every little thing. And, the, and so they were all together and all agreeing with each other in that scene. Yeah. I mean, but the funny characters, though. 
I mean, you, you had know, the voices down. Yeah, thanks. So you did a great Stewie. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, he's the best. He's very but funny. Also, I noticed someone, someone came in at the end there who's not from Family Guy. Uh, Cartman. Oh yeah, Cartman well, from I just, South Park. Yeah, I just wanted an, uh, some sort of a splashy ending. So I, you know, it's so funny when, you know, when Cartman's like, "Who killed Kenny?" or "You killed Kenny." Yeah. And so well, I had Cartman come in to say that just to put a button on the scene and get a laugh. It was unexpected. I think I speak for the entire audience when I say we didn't expect him to show up. No, that's that's I think the, that's like my. My comedy instincts there. Throw throw a curveball in there, but yeah. uh, no thanks, Michael. I'm glad you liked yeah, it. That was really uh, interesting that you did that. Um, good good work. Good energy. Thank you. Thank you. And it didn't go very long. It didn't go too long. That is true. Um, well, that was fun. I think you know maybe we could work as a comedy podcast. Uh, maybe I mean, we could. Your, yeah. Your headlines were a little dry, but I think mm, I get more or more less into, what you're going in, for. More intellectual, as whereas yours was more kind of uh, you know silly. Well, sure, sure, that's fair enough. I do like being silly. Yeah. Um, and you know who else does the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network, uh, which I'm proud to be a part of. I don't know. Do the, but. Would they, would they even like Family Guy and that kind of stuff? Like, I, I'm no. concerned about the clean part. I, I'm, I don't hey, know. Hey, hey, your sketch was perfectly reasonable and All fine right. to do. You didn't All have right. to go into the toilet. You didn't have to swear. All right. It was, you know, it was interesting, and it was fine. Okay. So, Well, I think that was a successful first segment. I feel like we're going to be returning to Satire Corner in future episodes. I do, too. <laughs> as um, long as the world doesn't uh, end. <laughs> right, right. right. Then we'll be uh, six feet under. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, but we have a very exciting guest that I booked, Michael. I think you're going to be excited to, to hear from this person. I am excited, and it's a surprise, too, for me. Mm. How fun. So why don't we take a short break, and we'll be right back uh, with our guest. And welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Podmas. James, I love surprises, and you have booked a surprise guest for us, and I can't wait to see who it is. That's right. Um, you know, I knew that uh, you were kind of in, in a comedy zone, Michael, and, and mm-hmm. getting more interested in comedy. So I took the liberty of booking a local comedian who lives in the building Ooh. on the podcast. Uh, everyone, please say hello to... Comedian Nick Nemerov. Hey. Hey, Nick. Wow. Let me get a good look at you. You like what you see? I I do like what I see. And F- I... 50 bucks an hour. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. James, thank you already. Uh, I knew it put a chuckle in your lips. Oh, because I don't know, Nick, if James told you, but I'm very nervous about the world ending. So this is a great treat. Yeah. Well, I'm a little nervous about... Uh, the girl I had sex with last night. <laughs> That's uh, another joke. Uh, okay. Um, is the young woman okay? Or Michael, it's a it's, joke. Yeah. Nick. I didn't even know it. This guy, do you get humor? <laughs> yeah. Do I get humor? Yeah, I do. It's a joke because I had sex with a prostitute last night. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. My classic comedy yeah. joke, premise, real situation. Okay. No, dude, that's really funny. Um, it's fun. It's like a, it's fun feeling just having a comedian around. Like, 
No, I don't mean to be offensive, but I almost feel like in a pet store, there should be like dogs, cats, birds, and a comedian you could have around the house just to make you laugh all day. Like in a little cage uh, that you have to feed special food to or something. Is that what you mean? Like you're getting at that kind of idea? Sure, I mean, I didn't. It didn't. wasn't, I don't think it was supposed to be so real. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> that was also it that a, far. A don't, don't bite. <laughs> yeah. You okay. know? Um, so Nick. Um, mm-hmm. A funny man. A funny man. How did you... Uh, how long have you been performing comedy? I've been performing comedy 20 years this November. 20 Holy years. moly, 20 years. 20 Are you, years. You, I bow down to you, man. Wow. Thanks, man. Are you the kind, do you consider yourself, um, sort of, uh, Marin always refers to the, this type of comedian, the road dogs. Oh, yeah. I Are love you a road dog? Yeah. I'm a road dog through and through. I've been to, uh, you know, Barry. Okay. Been to Peterborough. Wow. Oh, on the Kawarthas. Yeah, I only know the clubs. I don't really know the lakes. Oh, you must. Um, <laughs> wow, so you've traveled across like quite a bit of Ontario then. Yeah, I've been through every sort of major and mid-major city in Ontario. Wow, and for our, our American listeners, um, Ontario is the, it's like, it's like the state we live in, but we call it a province. It's a province, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. It's very big and very diverse, and in the northern part, there are some French Canadians. Absolutely, absolutely, and we, uh, we're happy to have them. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, so, um, Nick, so so you're 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 20 years on the road doing gigs, doing comedy, doing lines. Oh, you mean drugs? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Uh, like cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I bet, man. But uh, yeah. you, you must have had to quit. Uh, you know, you couldn't be an addict of, of cocaine for 20 years. I imagine. Uh, no, I've actually only recently got into cocaine. But oh, okay. I you know still have my vices and stuff on the road. I drink. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys like to do that. Do you drink oh, a lot? Yes. I drink a pretty good amount. I drink, uh, let's see, six times seven. Six pack a day, seven days a week. <laughs> you drink a six pack every day? That's quite a lot of beer. And yeah. uh, I'm taking a look at you and you don't, you don't have, you don't seem to have a big beer belly. You seem very sort well, of thin. So what's your secret? Uh, I work out a lot too. It's good to keep you your mind focused. Oh. I call that a man diet or something. You know, like, I work out just enough so I can have my beer and eat my pizza. Exactly. Um, that's so cool. So so 20 years on the road, you're this you're this comedian. I mean, um... You must have crazy stories from the road. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I got a couple crazy stories from the road. Like, what's the, what's a crazy thing that, that sticks out in your mind from your 20 years as a, as a road comedian? Well, when I was in... Barrie, Ontario. Mm. I was performing at uh, the Shit Pub. The Shit Pub? Mm-hmm. That's the name of a pub? It's the name of one of the pubs in Barrie, yeah. Wow, the Shit Pub. Okay. It sort of is like, okay. it fits, I look out places by their names to sort of know which will fit my sort of brand of comedy. Okay. Okay. And so I was performing at the Shit Pub, doing an all-nighter, <clears throat> so from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., Holy you did comedy smokes. all night. Wow. Yeah. You must have so much material. Yeah, well, a lot of it is crowd work, and a lot of it is sort of, you know, these, uh, a lot of dirty material. Mm. I'll be honest. Mm. Right. Well, just just before you go any further, I, I did notice that you said a 
um, curse word before, and we are recently uh, part of a network called the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network, and I'm just going to have to ask you just to not, not um, oh, that's say my, any swears. Allow me to say that's Michael's idea. I don't know what the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network is. I don't care about it, and I think that sounds lame. Well, it's a huge... And I like that you're, you're, you're do dirty material. Well, th- I can try to... You know, take it easy on the curse words. Thank you. That's all I ask. I'm not a censor. I'm not an old... I understand podcasts. I'm an old biddy yeah. that's trying to make everyone have a bad time, you know? Fair, yeah. So, but do you, like, do you have a lot of dirty material? Is that kind of your thing? Or? Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Like, I'm kind of got famous, you know, 10 years ago now. I used to uh, stick a sparkler in my ass and light it on fire on stage. Oh, whoa. That's so funny. Oh, my isn't, God. Isn't that bad? Because that's like a... The sparkler—it's like a little thin piece of metal. Oh. Doesn't that hurt your? Well, the and the fire. Here comes the fun police. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, when you really dissect a joke, that's when it becomes funny. Hmm. I mean, is that even a joke, or is it sort of more of, of a, course it's a, a joke. stunt? If you, well, if you do it and people laugh, that's a joke. Hmm. Is that true? Is that what comedians think? That's if you do comedian. it and people laugh, that's a joke. That's a bit we call it. A bit. Yeah. A bit. Interesting. Well, so if I if 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 a beautiful you know, a woman was walking uh, down the street, and I was with Michael, and I pulled his pants and underwear down. That's a and great... And she laughed. That's assault. Yeah. That's a bit. <laughs> oh, that's... A that's assault for on me. Well, it's, you she, know... She would probably if, not laugh. She'd probably say, oh, my God, I'm witnessing an assault right now. You know now. what? Go ahead and call that assault charge in, because a policeman would come, and he'd laugh, too, and that'd be another bit, and right? The fans. police yeah. would not laugh at, my, at me being naked. The police naked. are all jock meatheads. Of course they would laugh at you. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there. They are... I mean, I support that. I'm into that, but anyway. Sorry. Wait, if you put a sparkler in your behind, isn't there a lot of methane gas in that area? Wouldn't Wasn't there a risk that you would blow up your own behind? Yeah, there's that risk, but then once you do that, that actually makes the joke that much funnier to the audience. So are you addicted to, to laughs then over concerns for personal safety? Oh, yeah. I would 100%, you know, risk my life if it's going to get a laugh. Huh. I would rather die than have nobody laugh. Wow, yeah. that is really cool. I can tell you're a real comedian mm-hmm. hearing you say that. That's very almost like, I mean, I don't, I'm not a religious guy. I know you are, Michael. Yes, Catholic. But, but um, that's almost like a G, like, you know, like a, a Jesus Christ, you know, like, uh, I mean, rather I, die than not get a laugh. He died. Uh, I mean, you're comparing two very different things here. Well, I do have a savior, a JC of my own. Go on. George Carlin, GC. Oh, right. oh, Carlin, no longer with us. No. So you you look up to him as almost like a Christ-like figure. Yeah, I see him sort of. I, I'm more as a god-like figure. God-like. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you have like a weekly or monthly show in in Toronto? Yeah, I have a weekly show. It's called Fuck You. Wow, what yeah. a great name. All right, all right. Uh, just once again, we are part well, of the that, clean... I'm just trying to promote my show. I under, That wasn't Un- really I understand. Swear. He's taking I... time out of his schedule. Let him promote his show, Michael. No, yeah. promote your show. Just you can say, If you can self-censor, that'd be nice, because, again, we are recently uh, just... have joined forces with the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast right. Network. I have so. a feeling I won't be seeing Michael... At one of my shows. Or yeah. maybe with earmuffs on. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can still hear with earmuffs and, you know, it's summertime. So, but that's a really aggressive name for a weekly show. I, I must admit I wasn't expecting that. 
Well, that is sort of like the kind of comedy that you can expect to see there. It's really aggressive. Sometimes I go on stage and I just fight somebody. Uh, sometimes I just on stage and you know tell people about a certain fetish of mine. And, like, and uh, what would that? I mean, without getting too graphic, what is that fetish? Uh, let's say it's part of the lower part of the body. Oh, <laughs> he means dick or ass. Well, I mean, I mean feet. Oh, feet. Yeah. Oh, foot like really, fetish. like super low down. Yeah. So you're you're oh. into feet. You have a feet fetish. No, I like hear them. that that's a thing that some. Com- it's not. It's not uncommon for Canadian comedians to love uh, feet. To be obsessed with feet. Is that true? I mean, in my experience. A bunch of us do. Not a single, like, individual one, but a bunch collectively love... Really? Because to a guy like me, and I'm not a comedian, yeah, not like not. you, I think of feet as these stinky old things that I don't want to see. I want to best you know, keep them covered up. Yeah, you're repressed as hell, though. <laughs> you 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 see that too, huh? Yeah, Leave I it to just, a comedian to, to I'm see... Not, uh, we no. kind of see things that other people don't. That's the comedian code. Well... Do you see yourselves as like the the tr- like the soothsayers and the poets of our of our era? Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. I am a philosopher. I mm. you know tell crowds what I think of life and sort of the silly things that they believe in and why they're silly. Does smoke like do you, does do you think smoking weed helps with like your full of oh, philosoph- philosophical? I, it makes you so much more creative and yeah. like yeah, you just sort of it takes it puts lenses well, on. I like you know I think about there was what Plato and Aristotle and all these guys. Oh bravo, you know bravo, no. James! You know I didn't know you'd. Heard. You know what? Put a put a guy give a guy a a bong and uh, let him smoke a from the bong and he probably would come up with stuff the exact same as Plato or Plato or Aristotle or Socrates ever did that's yeah. not true yes it is that is everyone knows that's a lie I bet Plato was high all the time oh me too and what do you think they call it smoking Buddha Michael Buddha yeah Buddha that's not Plato but still it's like makes you similar it's a religion smarter. it's like a religious figurehead do you do a lot of weed, like, jokes? Yeah, I do, like, weed jokes. Sometimes I smoke a joint on stage. Oh, cool. Do you... Yeah. Now, sorry to interrupt here, talking about weed. I, Is that loud? I, Is that a swear word? No, you're allowed to say it. Ha, ha, ha. I, you know. But you you mentioned earlier that sometimes you just get on stage and you fight an audience member. Mm-hmm. Weed is supposed to make people more, like, uh, laid back. So how do you fight someone if you're if you're smoking weed? Well, if it's really a crowd that I want to impress and make laugh, I call them up on stage. And, well, I ask the audience if anybody wants to fight. Mm-hmm. And because I am being so grotesque and crazy on stage, yeah. often at least one or two people will, will raise their hand. Wow. Wow. Have you ever beat someone so badly that they, you know, had to go to the hospital? or? I don't see them after. I don't know. Wow. Once the show's done, then my job is, you know, I go home, take it easy. Can I be honest? It's funny because, you know, you, your your show sounds so aggressive, and I know you, like, do dirty jokes and stuff, but mm-hmm. meeting you in person, you seem, like, you know, not that aggressive or... or... You're kind of unassuming, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm having a hard time picturing you, you know, fighting and doing drugs and drinking that notorious six-pack of yours. Um, well, that's all, like, you know, sort of... I leave it all on stage. I don't like to. I don't want to be one of those comedians who's always on. Even though I have, you know, zinged you a few times here. You have. Yeah, that's yes. just in my. Mm. This is just my natural. I can't turn the funniness off. But the character I play on stage. Oh wow! Do you go by your own name? Like, do you go by Nick Nemiroff on stage, or? Yeah, well, I go by uh, 
Mm, neat Nasty. Neat Nasty? Mm-hmm. Neat wow. Nasty presents F.U. I'm imagining the poster in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Are you imagining me giving the finger? Well, now I, now I am. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes. Neat Nasty <laughs> presents F.U. And for our listeners at home, uh, Nick did just uh, show me his middle finger. Well, I don't, yeah. But that it was, was a personal, just how I felt in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no offense taken on my end. So, Nick, what made you decide to become a dirty comedian? Uh, you know, I grew up loving comedy, and I just saw that they were all really, like, fucked up. And, you know, my family mm-hmm. is kind of <laughs> messed up. Hmm. And I guess just, you know, that makes you a comedian, you know, having problems. and I've read a lot of comedians' biographies or memoirs, and they all do seem to come from troubled backgrounds, you know. Uh, The funny ones, at least. Here, here. I agree. Yes. So did you come from a sort of, was your upbringing very chaotic and awful? And uh... Uh, Yes and no. Yes, it was not. Chaotic and awful. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, my parents never paid attention to me. But they... That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, like that sounds had, tough. Yeah, like we had a butler and stuff, and mm-hmm. I would make the butler laugh. I had a butler, too. Really? Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. So you kind of get... Yeah. yeah, so like the butler would laugh sure. at your jokes, which your parents would ignore you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I get that. And then like the butler. other... Yeah, the other butler, like, I sometimes ask, you know my second butler if I'm still relatable. And he, I don't know, he says I am, but... So you had, you had two butlers growing up. Yeah. Not exactly the... Uh... It was still hard. Like, they wouldn't, like, you know, pick up after you or whatever. You still had to, like, throw out... If you brought in trash to the house, you had to throw it out. Are you serious? Yeah. Shit. Brought in trash? Yeah, but... well, you know, sometimes... So you... Like, to look at trash. Or you're... Okay, fair enough. So you grew up, I'm assuming, in a little. Uh, your parents maybe were a little well, uh, well off. Yeah, yeah, they were. You know, they were business people, both of them, both sort of in the Greek, Greek shipping business. Greek shipping business. <laughs> oh yeah, wow, well, that's like. Know, there's a lot of. From what I understand, there's a lot of money in that business. Yeah, there's tons. And wow. uh, you so, know, like, I, how much? Like, maybe. Give some context. How much, like, how rich were you growing up? Uh, that's, I mean, kind of personal. I'm not going to tell you my parents' salary, but it was a nice, nice, uh, we had a few nice houses. Let's say that. Yeah, let's leave it at that, right? A yeah. few yeah. nice houses. Yeah. And some apartments. So like you, buildings. Like, man, like, did you That's grow like my up? family, honestly. Right. I inherited this building. Right. From my yeah. uncle, yeah. I grew up really rich. Yeah. So, um... That's probably why you have such a keen sense for comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Um, I'm just going to put this out there that uh, I think it's funnier. Uh, funny people become funny by going through hardship and working their way. Uh, I'm thinking of Richard Pryor, Kevin Hart. Um, I'm thinking of uh, struggling comedians uh, everywhere. Who uh, Howie Mandel, who came up from nothing and pulled himself up. Uh, to become famous. You know, there's different... There's, the things are changing, and now the the rich are cool, right? Yes, and the poor exactly. are lame, I yeah. think. I mean, that's... Yeah. So you grew up super rich, and you became a person who goes on stage and masturbates and poos? 
I, well, yeah. I don't masturbate. I have sex with a flashlight. It's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. Well, but why? Why why not just become a regular comedian? Well, regular comedians don't have the issues that I have. What issues do you have? Daddy issues. Daddy oh. issues. Okay. If I'm being, yeah, wow. I've never really revealed that part of myself. It's okay. Wow. Sometimes our guests cry. Sometimes we cry. I bet you cry, yeah. Wait a second, Nick. Isn't that the, you haven't, that's like your album. My first album. Yeah, yeah your first album is called, it's called, what is it? It's called Daddy Issues. Daddy yeah. Issues. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. What is the, that's a great album, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. I was listening to it on the way in. Thanks. You can really hear the plops. Yeah, you really can. Mm. And it's a great cover as well. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. That was my actually my own dick on that. Wow. Yeah. What? It's sort of like a magnified, there's a magnifying glass, and then it's just a real high-res picture of... So you called an album Daddy Issues, and it's a magnifying glass on your your penis? Yeah. It's, it's kind of fucked up and twisted, so it sort of lets you know certain. right away what I'm into. It has a parental, also, if you're under 18, you can't, you know, listen to it, but... That's, uh, hey, when, when you're me, and you see a parental advisory sticker, that's the one you want to buy. Oh, Like, right. I actually think that's good. Right, when you see a parental discretion advised. True. Wow. Not me. Nick, you know, mm-hmm. you've clearly got a lot of money, you've got a lot of scratch, you've got a lot of <laughs> coin. Oh, yeah. How much is that watch you're wearing right now? How Just, much did that cost? Uh... $2,700. My goodness. That doesn't even, and you know what? I bet you, yeah, that's probably not even a lot to you. No, exactly, yeah. This right. is my, you know, podcast watch. Yeah, so. you, yeah. Do you, do you ever use your money, like, like, does that, can you, have you ever used it to assist your, your, your career, your oh, shows? Oh, yeah, you got like, it. Yeah, I like, mean, I, was, I realize I'm very fortunate, but I have used my parents' money to sort of Help me take that next step. But yeah. that makes sense. Well, like, that's not. I I no. really resent when people do that. Why? You know? It's it's you got to get ahead at any cost. Like it's a cutthroat world, Michael. Well, mm-hmm. just you've got this advantage uh, with all these resources. I'm not you're... harming anybody. Yeah. I mean, I fight people on stage, but they willingly do that. Yeah. So well, how how have you used your fortune to assist your career? Mm. Uh, every single show that I host, it's you know sort of paid audience members. And... Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, but just because you pay someone doesn't mean they're gonna like you. Okay, I, so you so you pay people to be in the audience. Yes, I pay them more if they laugh, and oh. I pay them even more if they say they like me. So, wow, is it like a per laugh bonus or something yeah, like that? Yeah, one laugh equals one buck. A laugh, a, a buck, a laugh. Mm-hmm. So and you have someone keeping track of who's laughing or, or what? Yeah, we have a guy. I also obviously pay him, mm-hmm. and he sort of will. Stand right next to. We have a different individual for each individual audience member, and they'll stand there with the stat sheet and keep track. Damn. Mm-hmm. How do you get pumped up for a show, or do I already know the answer to that? Tubs? Well, that's part of it. Bunch yeah. of lines of cocaine, and then also you know just sort of listening to music. Listening oh really? To what song? What song? Mm. Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, that song's sick. So you do cocaine, you play Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. My pump-up song is Eminem, Lose Yourself. That's a good song, too. Yeah. I also like uh, the Ramones. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, they're cool. New York City Zone. Yeah. Punk. So do you... 
It's interesting you just use that word, punk. Do you see yourself as a, as a punk? Yeah, I see comics as philosophers, but also punks. And also the last bastion of free speech. And Good. also important. Hmm. I'm just picturing, hearing you say that, I'm picturing Aristotle with a mohawk uh, back <laughs> in the old funny, days. Mike. And uh, pogoing around and... Uh, or that skank dancing. From Ska. Ska's punk, right? I- yes. Yeah, he, he'd have that hat on and do that, yeah, skank dancing and then be like, you then, know, here's my thoughts on, uh, you know. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Like yeah. if it was the 80s. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or today, Donald Trump. Do you think that Donald Trump is good for punk rock? Because now there's something for everyone to, to rally against. Unless you're a neo-Nazi punk rock group and you probably like him. Well, I don't really like to get into politics. I'm just sort of, you know, I'm a dirty comedian. I don't talk about political issues. I want to keep my act sort of able to use, uh, you know, timeless. Do you able think, to use it in any era. That's interesting. So evergreen, dirty humor. Do you, do you <laughs> think, though, that dirty comedy could bring two different sides together? Like, if, like the left and the right together? A hundred percent. There's nothing more common than people laughing at a dirty joke. Dirty hmm. limerick. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm... I'm kind of a capitalist, conservative, um, you know, entrepreneur. How much is that? Most, watch- of us, most of us right wingers are do have entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirits, and Mike is, you know, kind of this sort of beta male, um, liberal, socialist, um, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. And we have a massive divide in our opinions, and um, you know, we don't even really get along that well. I think no, it's safe we to don't. Say. But um, no, yeah, don't. I, I would be curious by the idea of of dirty humor. You know, maybe Mike and I should go to a show and see if that could bridge our divide, because... It would, yeah. A laugh unites us all. A laugh unites us all. I love that saying, although I am a little trepidatious about uh, coming to your show, um, F you. Well, we do have, you know, PG-13 nights. PG-13 matinee shows. Oh, I that said sounds nights, good but... for you, Mike, little baby. No, I'm just not kidding. a baby, I'm a full man. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah. Uh, you are a man. Um, PG thirteen nights. That's kind of cool. So, so do you? What? How do you do that? Like, do you have to change your whole set? Well, we just have to make sure that the audience is no one over the age of thirteen. Oh, okay. So, do you do like dirty jokes about like uh, their parents or like uh, teachers telling you what, telling them what to do all day? Yeah, like I do this uh, funny joke where I go on stage and I take out a toilet seat and then I put it where on the stool. Okay. And then uh, I kind of just go to the bathroom. Oh. Like you mime well, going to the bathroom? Or No. It did, well, sometimes when I really have to go, I'll actually do it. And if I can't push it out, then I will mime it. Wow. So you literally take a poo on stage sometimes for, for kids. Only for, only for under 13s. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's wow. like that sounds they, they foul. Like, they like gross out humor, and I understand. Oh. You know, I'm just trying to please everybody. Hmm. Kids need to laugh too. Wow, kids need to laugh too. That is, you know, yeah, that's really that's really interesting. I'm hearing a lot of just nonverbal. Humor for me, like it's you, the the three things you've described are basically you fighting an audience member, <laughs> you putting a sparkler in your caboose, and now you 
having a move a bowel movement on stage. It almost seems like something that a, a mute person could do. Well, yeah. It is inspired by uh, the Gaulier school of clowning. Oh. So it is n- non-verbal. Non-verbal. Yeah. Wow, that's so. I like that's probably like a new style of comedy. You're not saying words like an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're doing stuff. You're pooping. You're sticking stuff up your butt. Like I think that could be maybe that's a new a new style of comedy or or you know the I next mean, the next the next big thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe James should be your manager. Hey, <laughs> you know excited. what? I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. No, I was joking about that. Do you see yourself as a sort of like um. Hell, like a clown from hell type of comedian, mm, like uh, sort of. I do brand myself as uh, the jester from the netherworld. Mm. Oh, cool! I love that idea. That's terrifying, you clown, know. Yeah, yeah, when you when you clowns, you you think of as like oh, fun little guys who are just you know are, don't have a bad thought in their heads, and then the idea of one that like is creepy it's like right. whoa and i have like this my on my business card i have uh, it's like a picture of me in a clown outfit mm-hmm. but then there's you know red flames behind me i'm holding a pitchfork oh That's so you go cool you go the whole nine yards yeah yeah so it's interesting because I, like i'm i'm kind of you know a bit new to this whole thing but mike you so yeah. so we're part you've signed us up for the clean connect comedy podcast network so clearly clean comedy is a thing and you're like a dirty comedian, Nick. So clearly, yeah. dirty comedy is a thing. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't give you a show, Nick. Let's just say that Nick wouldn't want well, one. I, yeah, I don't need one. Yeah, he doesn't. I have my one. own weekly show, anyways. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, like, do the co- clean comedians and the dirty comedians? Do they oh. interact? Are they aware of each other? Do they like oh, what, we're what happens? Both, we're both very aware of each other. It's basically the biggest feud going on in the world right now. Whoa. Yeah. Clean wow. versus dirty comedians? Clean Toronto comedians versus dirty Toronto comedians, yeah. Wow, because you don't really hear about that in the like on the news or in the in you know online or anything. Uh, well, it's sort of not covered by the, the mainstream, mainstream media. Lamestream media. And it is all over my Facebook, it is all over my Twitter. Like the only sort of arguments or anything I see are online fights between the two of us. And even yeah, sometimes physical, verbal. Oh, so it's not just verbal the, how bad do things get? Like, are there... Do you guys fight? Are you, like, gangs or... Kind of like gangs, yeah. It's like the Crips and the Bloods, but I would say a little bit funnier. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah Those guys don't seem that funny. No. no not really. Imagine me. if the Crips and Bloods did a stand-up comedy special. I'm sure it wouldn't be very funny. No, I don't think it would be... Yeah. I doubt they have any, yeah, you know, background in comedy. Mm. Um, and yeah, so we've seen each other. Anytime I see a clean comedian on the street, I do go over and you know try to sock them. Oh, I love it! Really, deck them, yeah. deck them, yeah. Just because they perform clean comedy. Yeah, but it's not real comedy. Clean comedy, like it's mm. all words and it's all you know, little wordplay and that yeah, kind of words. Wit. Mm. It's it's, it, I have another word for it that also ends in it. What? What? Shit. Okay. Oh. No. Right. I wasn't sure if I could say it on the podcast. No, you can't. No, you can't, can't as far it. as I'm concerned. Well, have you ever been set upon by a group of uh, clean comedians? Oh, I've been, yeah, I've been jumped many, many times. What, how bad did it get? I don't know. I had to stop performing for a little bit because I was, you know, hospitalized, but... Oh, my wow. God. Wow, only hospitalized. Wow. So that's crazy because they're clean comedians, and, you know, I've met some of these people. They run the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network, and... I, they seem like nice, very upbeat people. I can't picture them sort of. Uh, well, again, that's kicking all... you 
you know, on the street or something. The clean comedians are actually like the meanest people. Really? Yeah, like me, I'm a nice guy, even though I'm the filthiest comedian in Toronto. But clean comedians, like they'll come up to you, they'll steal your money, steal your identity. Steal your identity. identity. Yeah, I got my wallet stolen, and then That's I had harsh. to cancel. Yes, yeah, fucking harsh, dude. I all right. Had to, you know, call my bank a million times, try to get back all my money. Is there so? Like, do you consider yourself the leader of the dirties? Yeah, I think I'm it, seen sort of as like you the, know, the veteran. Yeah. And is there one. is there a leader of the cleans? Oh my god! Yeah. Well, who's that? Uh, Happy go lucky. Happy go lucky. Oh, it sounds like a nerd. Just yeah. the name. No, he's very good. I've seen him. He he You've also seen Happy Go Lucky well, before. I'm, I met him at the Clean Comedy Podcast Network headquarters because he has their flagship show. Oh, of course. What's that called? Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Oh God. So, Mike, you've totally aligned us with the shittiest, like. Bunch of they're bad, gonna drop us, Canadians. If you guys don't well, watch them. We should have aligned with the dirties. Why did we align with the cleans, Michael? Happy go lucky. This guy sounds like a clown. Yeah, I we I actually have a podcast network. I'm looking to start up. Oh, really? If you guys maybe I'm want interested. to transition soon. Have, um, have you thought of a name? We're or? with someone right now, but tell us your idea. Okay. Well, the pitch is the podcast network is fuck you. Okay. Based off of my show, same branding, same mm-hmm. poster. Yeah. I will be on the poster. I will be a guest on every podcast on it. Okay. And yeah, we're sponsored by Flashlight. Oh, awesome. Which is pretty cool. Every podcast gets at least one new Flashlight oh. per episode. Per for those episode. who don't know, yeah. Flashlight is a, mm, uh, let's just say it's a sex toy for men and you use it on your mm, penis. Mm-hmm. That's also one of my bits, by the way. Really? Yeah, I take out a flashlight. <laughs> wow. Wait, and what do you do with it? Do you do a little voice for it, or like uh, a ventriloquist? No, not quite. I. Well, what do you do then? Well, I take the flashlight, I, un- I open it up from the packaging, I tell everybody how great the product is, because they do pay me to use it, mm-hmm. and then I use what it's meant oh. for. Oh! But then at the oh. end, I do a joke about how I, uh, you know, won't be calling it again. <laughs> oh, typical man. That's well, funny. I yeah. certainly hope you don't throw it into the crowd as a, as a keepsake for a lucky audience member. No, I sell it after, in the merch table. Oh! Wow. You know, it's, yeah, those... Sickos out there, paying for that kind of thing? I can't believe it. Well, so you yeah. said Fleshlight pays you to use it. Yeah. Well, I had to, you know, mention how good it is. Right. But do they pay you to use it? Like alone, like in your house? Uh, when I'm alone in my house, that they gave me one to use. Uh, okay. Many years ago. Okay. So, so that one, yeah, it was a freebie. Oh, okay. What is your podcast gonna sound like? Just you taking a dump and and bring yourself to climax with a with a sex toy? What? What kind of podcast is that? I guess this one is probably one that has more listeners than oh, ours, Michael. No, it won't. We have so many listeners. I also interview porn stars. Oh, cool. That's always good. Mm-hmm. Who? Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll take the bait. Who have you interviewed? And uh, are they Canadians? Because this, this podcast network focuses entirely on Canadian talent. Yeah, of course they're Canadian. I want to promote the country, you know? We all need to work together if we're going to team up against American networks. Yeah, uh, well, I agree. So I've interviewed, you know, Long Dick Brick. Long Dick Brick. Mm-hmm. I know that guy. Long yeah. Dick Brick. 
Yeah, he's like really, uh, he's got he's sort of sunburned and he's almost red like a brick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is even he has to keep himself sunburned all year. Oh, that, that guy. Can't be healthy. So dedicated. But is is even his you is his penis also sunburned because the skin well, down there is very thin. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, maybe yours is, but <laughs> yeah, maybe okay, yours okay. is Mike. Ours yeah, is right. Yeah, this guy's I'm, skin I'm sure. Down there is real thin. You guys have thick. Yeah. Okay. Great. But uh, yeah, long, long dick brick. Mm-hmm. He's crazy because he's and he's sha- he's a square shaped man almost. He's like a big brick house almost. Brick yeah. house man, and he's yeah red sunburned. Mm-hmm. And then he yeah makes love to these ladies, and mm-hmm. it's it's uh, he's he's one of Canada's biggest porn stars. I'm surprised you haven't heard of him, Michael. Well, yeah. uh, that much sun prematurely ages your skin, so his regular skin, let alone his penis skin, is going to look very old soon. Plus, he's at risk a high like very high risk, I assume, uh, for skin cancer. I mean, I don't think he cares about that. If is he's it worth it? To have, yeah, I think so. I would kill for that job, man. No, I mean, yeah. again, I love doing, it all doing the time. comedy, but yeah, getting to do it all the time, yeah. people thinking you're cool. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's cool. Any any other uh, porn stars you've interviewed on, the, or you, you would like to interview? Oh, man, the dream. The dream would obviously be itty bitty kitty. <laughs> Itty bitty kitty. Oh, mm-hmm. she. I don't even want to know. Uh, I don't want to know why she has that nickname. Why does she, she have is... that nickname? <laughs> she, Michael, itty bitty kitty is probably Canada's hottest, most beautiful porn star. We we've established that so far, but why does she have that name? <laughs> well, she. Um, she, you know, like in James Bond when the villains are always petting a cat. Yeah. She has, uh, she sort of has like a, a cat. She's always carrying around with her. She mm-hmm. holds in her arm the crook of her arm even when she's making love to a man. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, that explains why she has that nickname then. Exactly. Um. So you have porn stars on your show. You mm-hmm. you you pee and poo. <sighs> He didn't pee. He didn't say he peed, Michael. Yeah, well, then that's pee. the next question. Do you pee on stage as part of your act? No, that's obviously bad for the wires and all the microphones and all the tech I have set up. Great. I thought you were a gadget guy, Michael. I thought you would have known that. Well, I, of course I know that. Do you moisture pour water all over your microphone? No, of Do you course. you clean it? No. No. I mean, you can wipe it down with some alcohol. Um, but of course I know you don't put water on electronics. I'm not a fool. But uh, also, feces has water in it, so, you know. Well, I do make sure that it is very, you know, I do eat a lot of uh, dry food before I do, if I have a big show. Interesting. So you're drinking your six-pack of beer, doing a bunch of drugs. What kind of food are you eating to keep your uh, stools hard and thick? (laughs) Uh, Just a lot of, you know, dry pasta and, uh, like, stale bread. Hmm. Well, this is very different from my, I'd imagine, from the from Mariah Carey's rider. Well, Your rider sounds a lot different. Yeah. I want to make sure that I put on the best show. I don't think Mariah Carey cares about her fans as much as I do. Well, I'll tell you one thing Mariah Carey's never done. She's never come on stage and just taken a dump. If you're enjoying this Clean Canuck comedy podcast, be sure to check out some of our other shows like Clean Out East, the cleanest show in Newfoundland and Labrador. 
Rub-a-dub-dub, three Canucks in a tub. The only podcast recorded in a bath. Clean as a whistle with happy-go-lucky. Bringing laughs, faith, and family together in one silly package. And our newest show, Moose Jaw Mamas. An irreverent look at Canadian life through the eyes of Bev, Carol, and Linda. Three clean Saskatchewan mothers. Just check out cccp.ca and download all our episodes for free. The Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. It's cleaner up here. Can we can we backtrack a, a little bit here? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you more about the... Uh, rivalry between the cleans and the dirties. Right. Um, is it like a West Side Story kind of thing? I'm imagining it is. Has anyone ever lost their life in a street battle between the cleans and the dirties? Yeah, that happened uh, wow. over a couple of years ago now, where one of the clean guys actually came up and stabbed one of my best friends right in the heart. Jesus. Yeah. So that's... Should... That's got to be the worst place to get stabbed, eh? The heart, yeah. Oh, uh, no, James. It's a... Uh, doctors say that if you're going to get stabbed, maybe the heart is the best place to get stabbed. Oh, my God. Okay, doctors very funny. Doctors obviously would not say that. Exactly. Yeah, doctors exactly. wouldn't say that, Michael. Wow. That's the... Yeah. Damn. That's... I'm very sorry to hear that, and I'm sorry if I brought up some... Some sad memories of your friend getting stabbed in the heart by a cleanie. Yeah, it's a bit sad, but... It... What were his last words? Did, you, did he say anything dirty as he was... He, yes, he did. Am I allowed to say it on this podcast? Yes. If it is my friend's last words, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Sure. He said... It's hard for you to say it, hey? You're emotional. I know. It's, you know, you know I'll just never forget it. Um, he had a look on his face of like... Was it something about... Was it something about sex? It was... Of course it was about sex. Mm. <laughs> he said... That he had a big dick. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Doing jokes to the very end. Yeah. That is a comedian's comedian right there. Exactly. Those are some strange So he lines. got stabbed in the heart, and then he went, Ugh, I have a big dick. Uh, did you, wow. in that, now I don't think that's funny, but it seems to be your style of humor. Yeah. In that situation, because you're watching your friend die, but he's I also making a joke. Thinking. Did you laugh, or were you... I did laugh because that's what he would have wanted, you know? Mm. So as he was dying, you were just laughing at his joke about the size of his... Yeah. Salami. That would be... Yeah, if you were a comedian, that would be a way that would be nice to go. Imagine yourself on the ground dying and, and then a bunch of people laughing. And smiling. And you're kind of going, ah! And then everyone around you is laughing. Yeah. It also did, you know, what I said before, a laugh unites us all. And his joke did bring together the cleanies and the dirties for that... Split second. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Had See, a good laugh. even the clean guys like well, dirty humor. You guys shouldn't trash talk clean comedy so much. I'd just like to reiterate that we are part of the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network, so this is not, uh, it's not, it's not good what we're doing right now. Are you guys played in nursing homes all over Canada? <laughs> yes. What? Okay. We are? Nursing homes. Some... Maternity wards. Uh, oh. Some, um, the Canadian auto workers, you know, also, they play it in uh, factories that make cars. You know why I like nursing homes? No. The hot old pussy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a uh, dirty joke. Holy smokes. Wow. And oh. the shit that is in the diapers there. Oh, wow. I like that. So you like it? This is very... I like it. Oh. I think it's crazy. So you think it's good? I think it's good. 
I think it's good. That yeah. there's now we're lady. getting some real dirty humor here, Mike. There's happy go lucky and the clean Canuck comedy podcast people are not going to be happy well, with this episode. Uh, no, I wow. mean I, I, you know what? I'm just not going to post this episode. Oh, Michael, wow. post. I will post it. I'm I'm not that post is it. censorship. No, I'm that not is censorship. Post it. Mm-hmm. For as for someone who hates Donald Trump, you sure like censorship. Um. Just because you have the freedom to to say something doesn't mean you should say something. Right, and okay. here's what I think about that. Oh, look, he's t- oh, he undoing his pants. Oh, no. And he's pulling his pants down. Oh. And his underwear. Oh, no. And he's just sitting there with his pants and underwear down. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> look. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no, what's happening now? Oh. Oh. Oh, open the window. Oh, my goodness. That's disgusting. That's an old chair that I got. I inherited that chair from my grandpa. Well, it's... You're not going to want to sit in that now. Oh, Nick just relieved himself in grandpa's chair. Bet you guys are laughing. Oh, uh, I'm not laughing at all. I'm laughing. I'm, I'm, my sides have just officially split. I think I may need to go to, the, to go to the doctor myself. Oh, that was a great one, dude. Here, high five. Thanks, so, man. Uh, so you're you like sitting in a small room with a pile of I'll clean feces, it. I'll James. I'll clean it. My God, you're so uptight. I can't believe you just did that. Oh please! I, what was normally I charge fifteen bucks for that. We got a free show. Yeah, and and the chair was ugly anyway, Michael. What do you say to belong? It's to a your... family heirloom. Family heirloom. Who has a chair? Who has this? You it know, what came I mean? from Ireland. Really, the chair was brought in from Ireland. Yeah. Can you get that through your thick head, Nick? You just took a dump on a chair from Ireland. Well, that... Uh, well... Maybe send it back to Ireland now. <laughs> I can see why you call yourself the clown from hell now that you've done that. Mm-hmm. Poor Mike. I'm. Well, why don't we... Look, I, I feel bad for you, Michael. We can... Why don't we let Nick clean up his... Uh... Yeah, yeah, okay. I do have the... Because the I know I did, here to clean I did it, think yeah. it was funny, and I am into this but it is actually really gross and i feel sick right now <laughs> i so do honestly so do i right now yeah it's disgusting in here and i've never done it in such a small uh place yeah so this is yeah. no this is awful this like really, i'm yeah. it's I'm, very I'm hot very ill yeah the air conditioning doesn't work <laughs> we're sitting in a small room yeah yeah i maybe should have thought vile. a little bit more but yeah. yeah i'll get it out of here yeah let's can you please yeah that mm-hmm. was disgusting um Okay, so we're going to take a short break oh. while Nick cleans that up, and then we're going to come back with the final segment. I can still see a, like a, a pasta shell. And welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. We've um, <clears throat> opened the windows, and we've broken out the Febreze, and Nick has cleaned up his mess uh, from earlier, and uh, now it smells fine enough to keep... Recording the podcast, and this is the, uh, it's time for the game. Yes, that's right. And um, Michael brought up earlier that uh, apparently uh, there was uh, worries of a nuclear war, and uh, people are a bit concerned about that. So we thought we'd play a game called, um, in the event that the world turns into a post-apocalyptic wasteland, who would you most like to be paired up with, and why? This is a really nice sounding game. It's a good one. Yeah, so um, if, if, if there's a war and it turns into a weird wasteland, 
what person in the world would you most like to to spend it with? Ooh. Spend your time with in that in that factor. So I'll go first. Okay. And uh, if there was a you know a war and the world got really screwed up, I would like to be paired up with. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dan Blazarian. Instagram, Twitter guy who posts all those pictures of women in bikinis and guns and cars. And the reason I'm going to say that is um, I think he'd keep me safe. Okay. I think he'd uh, probably have a little bit of eye candy on his arm. That would be fun for me to watch. And, um, you know, I, I guess just generally he'd be good for a laugh. We'll, we'll still be able to have fun. Right. Um, even in a difficult time. Wouldn't all those bikini babes and people have been uh, sort of wiped off the face of the earth? Well, I just have a feeling if there are any left, he's probably going to be able to find them. Okay, fair enough. So that's my choice, Dan Blazarian. Michael, and if uh, Mm -hmm. if there's a wasteland, who would you like to spend it with and why? If nuclear war breaks out between North Korea and the United States of America, and I sincerely hope it doesn't, um, who would I want to spend time with in the post-apocalyptic wasteland? Um, my choice is Ms. Jane Lynch. Hmm. The actor, the comedic actor Jane Lynch from all those uh, Christopher Guest films and uh, Glee also. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Can I uh, have a, uh, scratch that, scratch Jane Lynch. Uh, can I, uh, Malala. I don't know who that is. Malala Yousafzai, she's a, uh, Children's rights advocate. Why would you? Um, she seems like a very good person, and um, is she strong? Like, can she help? Yeah, out Michael. Yeah, like you're gonna. She's have to an inspiration. She's a strong. She's a strong soul. Like my guy is a bodybuilder, basically. Like he's gonna yeah, be able to huge. hunt a bear, or like, no offense, Malala. I'm sure Malala could hunt a bear if she needed to. She basically took on the Taliban. Okay, fair enough. Wow. I mean, I but I but that might mean, but in a different means. She wasn't sort of physically like in a, in a in a post in an apocalypse. Like it's more going to be physical. It's going to be like who's got muscle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then Jane Lynch. All right, um, Nick. If uh, if you, if it was a wasteland, who would you like to get paired up with, and why? I would like to get paired up with the same person that I spend. Every minute with of the day. Who? Satan. Oh! Uh, that right. is the, such a good answer. So, yeah, the god of evil. And that's the person you'd want to spend yes, time with. I always love thinking about Satan. Because I think he would also be able to, you know, be comfortable in all the wreckage and fire. He'd probably say like, oh, honey, I'm home. Right. Because he's used to that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and good, that's funny. Yeah, that he's used actually, to it. It was actually good. Yeah. Honey, I'm home. Yeah, and then also, you know, we could cast spells on people. Oh, that would be cool. Does well, Satan cast spells? He could, I bet. I bet he has some sort of dark power. Yeah, me too. Do you think he'd say abracadabra, or would he say something? No way. He'd be like... He wouldn't... Yeah. You know, he'd say something like, you know, um, you know, uh... Open your soul to this spell or something. You know what I mean? Like, he, he wouldn't say abracadabra. Yeah, he's not a $50 magician. Yeah, he's not Carrot Top. Yeah. Oh, okay. Point taken. Although Carrot Top is a Satanist. Yes, I heard that. That's is that true? how he's so successful. He wow. sold well, his soul. and Packed with the devil. Mm-hmm. Robert Johnson and Carrot Top. Hmm. 
things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think that's where we may have to leave uh, this podcast today. Hmm. I think hmm. you're right, yeah. James. <laughs> uh, Nick, pleasure yeah. to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Um... Any, what, what, what you plug in? What you, you know, what do you want to plug uh, before we uh, let you go? I am starting my own comedy festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the uh, Fuck You Festival. Okay. And it will be happening October thirty first, spookiest day of the year. Oh, oh my god! Oh, Halloween. Halloween's day. That's clever. Yeah, October thirty first at uh, Lansdowne Station. The subway station. The subway station. Whoa. We rented the top part before you pay the fee to go in so oh cool mm-hmm. weird venue well yeah it's oh. kind of a DIY space oh, sometimes wow. you have to make these spaces yourself if other places won't let you in right absolutely cool I and uh, do you, are you looking for an audience or will you be paying for the audience I will be paying for the audience okay. so yeah so you're, you're just letting wanna, us know yeah I'm just letting you know and if you <laughs> want to make some money yeah you can find me on twitter shitfucker.com is my twitter handle and okay. uh, D O T C O M, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, like Kim, like uh, like Kim, I Kim Doc. Kim sure. Oh, right. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much, Mike. Anything you're plugging? Oh, I'm just like this. Uh, again, thanks our thank our network for um, uh, we teamed up with, of course, uh, Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, you can check them out online, and they're a really good network. And uh, you know, give Clean Comedy a chance. It's really good. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. All right, everybody, have a good one. Listening to the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. Sorry, eh? <laughs>